In this week's episode, we've got a little bit of reselling news, a baker's dozen what sold, a little bit of a recap of what's going on with my Etsy experiment, and I'm buying a little over 3,000 books. What is up, Galaxians? Welcome to another episode of the Galaxy CD's Rocks and Flips Reseller Talk podcast. If this is your first time here, my name is Ryan, and I am a full-time reseller, part-time YouTuber, and podcaster working out of my home here in the greater Cincinnati area. And this channel, it's all about the flip life. Uh, I actually was not going to do an episode this week, and then all of a sudden I had a bunch of stuff I really wanted to talk about, so... <laughs> Uh, here I am for the third week in a row. Uh, I said I wasn't back, but I seem to actually be back. In any event, let's get this kicked off with... Use updates. A little bit of reselling news. Just a couple of things to hit here. Uh, eBay this week, they've been talking about this for quite some time. They have opened their eBay vault. This is for trading cards, sports cards, that sort of thing. Take your collection to the next level with their secure storage facility and seamless transactions. It is by enrollment only. Uh, they ha have this on their site. There is a ton of information here. They offer... Climate-controlled, insured, and protected with 24-hour security storage. Two-step verification that keeps your account and transactions ultra-secure, they say. And items inside the eBay vault are carefully handled only by dedicated professionals. Seamless buying. Uh, eligible graded cards on eBay can be sent directly to the eBay vault at checkout. So if you buy something that's graded, uh, you can have it sent directly to your vault on eBay. Cards that are already in the vault will be shown with a special badge on the listing so that you can identify it. You can buy that card and just keep it in the vault and it instantly becomes your property. Or, of course, you can buy it and elect to have it shipped to you from the vault. However, if you elect to keep it in the vault, uh, they will not be charging sales tax on items sent to or traded within the eBay vault. I'm not quite sure how they manage that a uh, little setup, but uh, they do say that you are responsible for re remitting applicable taxes upon withdrawal. So if you ultimately take it out, you will then be responsible for reporting and paying sales tax on your own. You can easily view and manage your eBay vault portfolio with the eBay collection beta tool. Uh, they offer, they say, hassle-free selling. It's easy to sell from the eBay vault with high-quality images and pre-populated listings, something they've been working on for some time. You can enjoy expert packing and insured shipping all handled for you by eBay. They also waive selling fees, including final value fees for items that are stored in the eBay vault. That's pretty cool. That means that once you have an item in the vault, you can sell it without paying any sales fees. Uh, that's actually pretty awesome. And lastly, everything is stored in the vault is backed by their authenticity guarantee. So you can be sure it's genuine. Independent professionals will inspect and document every card before it's shipped to the vault. So pretty cool setup. Uh, there is, in addition to that free, no fee selling thing, storage fees are being waived for one year. Uh, they say their overall fees are very simple and there are no instant transfer fees in 2022. 
The fee will cover, they say, the cost of uh, administering and securely reassigning ownership of the item within the eBay vault. It will be 3% of the purchase price once that goes into effect. Uh, Coming soon, they add, you will be able to directly submit cards you already own to the vault if you are a vault subscriber. So if you are a trading card or sports card fanatic, this is something that you might want to look into. Um, Doesn't affect my business one tiny bit because I don't mess with that stuff, but this is something they've been working on for quite some time. And it is, again, one of those things that, at least in theory, will help to set eBay apart from some of the other card sellers. Etsy also, uh, there's a lot of lot of squawking over on Etsy. So uh, again, as I talked about over the last couple of weeks, I'm brand new to Etsy. So I haven't followed it super, super close. But at some point, they raised their their equivalent of the final value fee. They just call it a transaction fee from 5 to 6.5%. And people are in an uproar. Etsy is saying that the, all of that additional money from those fees is going to support sellers directly so we'll see how that works out the first thing that they're doing they just introduced uh, etsy's purchase protection program for sellers offering sellers peace of mind if something goes wrong with an order so this is something that again they claim they're using the money from this increased fee to fund earlier this year they let us know they say that they're committed to making continuous investments in our community to help bring you more buyers and keep etsy a beloved and trusted marketplace Today, they're excited to announce, it's not today, this was several days ago because I'm late to this, but uh, a new program that gives more support to sellers, the Etsy Purchase Protection Program. We know that as an Etsy seller, you do everything you can to ensure a smooth and successful order experience. Chances are you won't encounter an issue when shipping an order, but sometimes things go wrong that are just out of your control, and we're here to help when the unexpected happens with this new program for qualifying orders up to 250 US dollars or the equivalent of your local currency including shipping and taxes Etsy will refund buyers and you will keep your earnings if the buyer never received their package for example it was lost in transit or the item arrived damaged that is good for the first instance you have in a calendar year this goes into effect on August 1st. All sellers will be eligible for this program. For an order to be eligible, it must have valid tracking information. Again, they're really pushing for tracking on all their orders uh, and have been shipped using a shipping label purchased on Etsy. So I do most of my shipping actually through Pirate Ship on Etsy because it's easier for me to just download everything into one. So this, on a if I have anything that's over or approaching $250, I might do the Etsy label, but uh, we'll, we'll see. But you have to use their label. Uh, it has to have an estimated delivery date. It has to be shipped on time within whatever your stated processing time is. Mine is one business day. It must be packaged carefully before shipping. So if it shows up and it doesn't have any bubble wrap on it or it's whatever, not packed properly, they will not cover it. And you have to use accurate photos and descriptions within the item listing. There is a link for the full eligibility criteria uh, listed there. So if you're an Etsy seller, you want to go check out that. It is popping up most likely in your uh, Etsy dashboard. So you probably have pretty ready access to it. So moving on, um, I'll talk a little bit about Etsy. I, I said when I started my experience, my experiment 
with them that if I could get it to do anywhere near what I was doing on Mercari, I would consider that to be a win. And here we are. I'm recording this on uh, the 8th of June. And you can see on the screen here uh, all, the, all the various sales I've done so far for the first eight days of the month. Uh, Etsy has done $386.44. Mercari at $172. So double on Etsy. Um, and my average selling price, as I mentioned last week, is way higher. It's probably two or three times what it is on Mercari. Now, granted, I'm listing typically just more expensive items, and I have met a lot fewer over on Etsy than I do on Mercari. But so far, I've been very pleased with the results. I've done nine orders, totaling $386 odd dollars. Uh, four of those orders have been sold through their offsite ads program. So I've paid, in essence, with the transaction fee and the payment processing fee and the offsite ad fee. <laughs> Uh, nearly 29% on those sales. So that's pretty steep, but those are sales that I would not have had otherwise. And they are, for the most part, they've been items that I've had in my inventory for quite some time that I've not been able to sell either on Mercari or on eBay or on Bonanza. So all in, uh, I'm now on week three of this experiment. And so far I would call it a win. So we're going to talk about the massive book buy and some what sold here. This first item in my what sold is actually from this buy. So here's the story on that. A friend of mine uh, that I've known since I had uh, the late great Galaxy CDs, the actual record store back in the early 2000s. He was a regular customer, became a good friend. He saw an ad on Facebook Marketplace for someone who was selling 23 boxes of books for $20. It didn't say what was in them or anything like that. He sent it to me. So I reached out to this person and said, Hey, are these still available? I got a response back that yes, they were. So I made arrangements to go and I was just going to buy them sight unseen 23 boxes of books for 20 bucks. If there's one or two in there um, that are worth anything, it's going to pay for itself. As I'm there and I'm talking with her, she mentions that she has another lot of that, that she's about ready to put on Facebook marketplace. And I said, how many do you think you have? And it turns out that her late father who passed away, I guess, two or three years ago, owned a small used bookstore and he's got thousands of books that they have stored and she had not done anything with. And she's now reached the point where she just wants to get rid of them. So I have already picked up about 1,800 of these books. I'm picking up another 1,200 or so on Monday and as many more lots as she has to make available, I will be buying all of them. 23 boxes, mixed genres for 20 bucks a piece. It's worked out so far to about 4.8 cents per book, <laughs> which is just killer. Um, a lot of older stuff, they're, they've been stored in various different places, so they're pretty dirty overall, but some really, really cool stuff in there. So far, the stuff that I've gone through and tried to list, about 75% of it has been worth actually listing on 
the various sites. Uh, not all of them are going to Etsy because some of them are not. They're not enough value to justify paying the listing fee and all the rest of that. But for the most part, uh, it's been pretty good. This book, actually, that you're seeing, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, The Pictures, Stars of the NL and AL by Jay Smith from 1976, was an illustrated hardcover that featured, I think, five or six pictures of that era. This is from that lot, so it's less than five cents, cost of goods. This went on Mercari literally the day after I listed it for 20 bucks with free shipping. So within a couple of dollars of paying for the entire first pickup uh, with this first sale. So I think it's going to be really, really good. Like I said, about 75% of them are, are going to get listed. The rest of them I'll just write off and take down the goodwill. So I'm pretty excited about that. It may end up being ultimately close to 10,000 books. Uh, my storage unit is about a third full, so I can I can justify a few more trips out there, uh, but I'm going to take them all. <laughs> um, this next item, uh, My Prayer Book, uh, Happiness in Goodness from Father LaSant. It was from 1923. This was a, a Benziger Brothers leather prayer book. Really neat piece in fantastic condition. I picked this up at an estate sale right before I made the deal for the thousands of books, and I paid a dollar for this. It sold for $21.99 plus customer paid shipping over on eBay. Again, I, I talk about it on this show pretty regularly. Religious books can be really, really strong. Uh, these old Benziger Brother books are, generally speaking, worth decent money. Obviously, 22 bucks is not a $1,000 sale, so it's all relative here, but when you own them for, on average, at less than a dollar, it works out. This was a book that was part of a uh, another big lot of books that I purchased for probably about 50 cents a piece. Uh, Daniel Bloom's Theater World. He did these annually. This is from 1957, 1958. It's an illustrated hardcover with its dust jacket. The dust jacket... Again, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it's pretty trashed. It is not in great shape. Uh, this book still brought $24.99 plus customer paid shipping. This was an unusual one. This was also part of a big lot I own for probably 35 or 40 cents. The Fundamentals of Transistor Electronics from the Philco Tech Rep Division. This was from 1960. Uh, so, early days of transistors and building things with electronic transistors, a really neat old manual on the fundamentals of using those. This went uh, again on eBay for $24.99 with customer paid shipping. An old math textbook. This is not super old, 1970. Uh, it's not as old as I am. <laughs> uh, commutative rings by Irving Kaplansky. Uh, this was a hardcover from Allen and Bacon in very, very good condition. Uh, this was one I picked up at an estate sale for $1.24.99 plus customer paid shipping. This was an item I picked up at an estate sale. Again, this was another sale right before I made the deal for the, the big lot of books. I paid $2 for this. Fairy Tales by Hans Andersen, uh, better known as Hans Christian Andersen, but this particular book did not have him listed that way. This is from 1932. It's an illustrated hardcover from Garden City Publishing. It went for $27.99 plus shipping. Another estate sale pickup. Uh, several 
DVD sets, Lord of the Rings, the extended editions. These were unusual because they were packed in the long box, like the old like 80s and early 90s era CD type packaging that was used for the old record racks. I had not seen any of these in that package. This was the Fellowship of the Ring extended edition for DVD set. I paid $2 for this new and sealed sold on Mercari for $28 with free shipping on an offer. Um, he, the guy offered me 26. I countered at 28. I think I had it listed at 32. Um, and I had had a lot of action on this people asking questions about what was this package all about and so on. I had this listed less than two days and it sold for 14 times what I bought it for. <laughs> Another rival, the Holy Bible Master Guide Edition. This was a leather-bound, illustrated, red-letter edition. So again, as I mentioned pretty regularly here, a Bible that has some of these extra features can bring decent money. This was from 1939 as well. It went for $28 plus customer paid shipping on a best offer. This was part of an estate lot that I own for probably 75 cents. Now to, uh, I think I've got a couple of Etsy sales coming up here. This was a really interesting book, The War of the Worlds from H.G. Wells. This was a 1960 edition from the Looking Glass Library. It was illustrated by a guy named Edward, Edward Gorey. And apparently his illustrations made this book fairly sought after. This one was not in particularly great condition. Some of them I'm seeing are selling for $40, $45, $50. Because of the condition of mine, I listed it for $29.99 plus shipping. And I had numerous people on both Mercari and on Etsy who had liked or favorited this item. And someone finally bought it at full price. This was, uh, I believe, an estate sale pickup for a buck. This is one that I picked up at an estate sale also for a dollar. Um, this sale had a ton of old religious books, which is right in my wheelhouse. Uh, the Hebrew Students' Manual Heads of Hebrew Grammar from 1910. This was an ex-library edition. It was not a very big book. It was like one of those not quite pocket size, but it was like probably six inches by four inches. I had this thing listed for $64.99 and it was nothing. I put it in my this month's 40% off offer and someone bought it for $38.99 with free shipping. Uh, I was trying to kind of rip somebody's head off <laughs> at 65 bucks on this, uh, but $39 with free shipping out of an item that I own for a buck. Uh, I will take it every day. This is a really unusual one. I was at a garage sale and they literally had one movie. <laughs> and it was this Blu-ray, new and sealed, a movie I've never heard of that Harrison Ford was involved in called Flying the Feathered Edge, the Bob Hoover Project. Uh, it was a Blu-ray from 2014. New and sealed comps on this thing were off the chart. Relatively speaking, again, not thousands of dollars, but for a single Blu-ray movie, they were looked like they were selling anywhere from forty to fifty-five dollars. I listed this for forty, I believe forty-nine ninety-nine or best offer. Got an offer of forty-four dollars plus customer-paid shipping and sent this thing on its way. 
Uh, my first overseas order with Etsy, they have a similar program to uh, eBay's global shipping program where if you use their label, you send it to one of their centers and then they forward it on internationally. They take care of all of the VAT tax collection and all of the various documentation that needs to be done. All you've got to do is ship it to them. So this worked out. This is another book that I had listed in my 40% off sale on eBay. I sold it essentially for that price on Etsy. The Select Works of Plotinus from Thomas Taylor was from, I think, 1914, something like that. Uh, went for $59.99 plus, again, customer paid shipping. The shipping on this all in for the international portion was $27.98. So this total sale was $87.97. Of course, my cost for shipping was $27.98 to send it to them and have them forward it on. The downside, of course, is that they charge you the fees on all that shipping. So, and this sold, of course, of course it did through the offsite ads program. So I paid, again, almost 31, 31.5% uh, final value fee total for this. So it was a fairly expensive sale, but again, it was 60 bucks that I didn't have before, before the fees. So I will, I will go ahead and take that. Uh, I, this was part of a big sa- uh, purchase. Again, an item I probably own for about 50 cents. This also sold on Etsy. I've had these listed for some time uh, on eBay and Mercari. Got a lot of kind of questions on them and a lot of likes over on Mercari. Within four days on Etsy, they sold. It was a lot of 19 of the Sweet Pickles books from the 1970s and the 1980s. Uh, They were written by Jacqueline Reinach and Richard Hefter, Neat collection of kids' illustrated books, kind of in the vein of like a Dr. Seuss-type book. I was at a sale. She had a whole bunch of these. She sold them to me for $0.10 cents a piece. So this lot of 19 cost me a buck ninety, and sold for $74.99 plus customer-paid shipping. So $90.64 total. Um, again, they went out media rate. No problem. Really nice sale. That is my, actually, my flip of the week. So uh, not a bad week here at the Galaxy. Not, uh, I see a lot of sellers, as usual, kind of talking about sales been up and down. And I've had the same experience most of this year. Sales have been up one week and down the next. Uh, I had, actually, yesterday, the worst day I've had in probably four months. I did like $36. (laughs) Uh, you're listed on four different sites and you do $36. That gets your attention a little bit. But nonetheless, it's been fairly productive. Um, Etsy so far has been better than I would have expected. I'm now up to, I think, 280 listings over there. So I uh, my initial, if you caught that episode a couple of weeks ago, I talked about wanting to do maybe four or 500 I would say I'm probably on pace to exceed that number, but based on the early results, I'm fairly comfortable with that because um, it's actually going quite well. So uh, let me know in the comments what you think of any of this. What, what do you think of eBay's vault? Are you a, a, a card user? Are you going to take advantage of that or any of those kind of things? If this is the kind of content that you do enjoy, please do me a favor and either follow the podcast on your podcast platform of choice or subscribe to the channel here on YouTube. Uh, If you like this show, do me a favor. If you're watching on YouTube and whack that thumbs up button. With that, we're going to wrap this thing up for this week. I hope 
you are all having a great week and we will see you next time. You have been listening to the Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips Reseller Talk podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will catch you again next time.